If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast. This is the companion podcast for exploring the world of Hyacinth Bouquet in the hit BBC sitcom, Keeping up appearances. My name's Jonathan Vernon Smith, and with me, as always, William Hanson. Hello, yes, we're here because we, as you know, are habitues of Hyacinth, and we want you to fall head over heels in love with her as much as we do, providing you don't mark any walls in the process. Now, in each episode of our luxury podcast, William and I will take you through an episode of Keeping Up Appearances in a tasteful, non-violent way, because, of course, we aren't Channel 4. And today is the penultimate sixth episode of the third series. Do take us through the synopsis, William. Mm. Hyacinth wants Richard and herself to take an interest in the world of art, but unfortunately her plans to visit a local art show clash with Daddy's plans to run away and join the Foreign Legion. (laughs) (laughs) It's only when you read it out loud. Sort of when you watch it, it kind of makes sense. Oh, It's when you read it. It's so funny. Rose and her latest lover start to look for him in the latter's van, which is equipped with loudspeakers, <laughs> <laughs> which accidentally get turned into telling the whole neighbourhood what Rose and he are up to. Hyacinth is horrified. Yes, as she would be. It's a short synopsis compared to last episode's rather meaty synopsis. It is. Harold Snowden, his book, clearly couldn't be bothered with this synopsis. It's a good episode, and it's very different to the previous episode. Which do you think is better if we're comparing the two? Uh, I think being on is probably the last episode. Yes. Just because I love the slapstick, and I love Patricia Routledge at her best for me is when she's clowning around and there was so much of it in the last episode there's not quite so much this time no hello museum and art gallery could i speak to the curator please hyacinth is on the phone it's one of those openers to the show Mm. where she's there on the phone standing at her beautiful what is the name you probably know the name 
of the cutout in her wall with that moulding. Is it a niche? A niche? A niche. Is it? I don't know. It's alcove? An alcove, probably, yes. yes. A luxury alcove. Yes. It's horrible. I mean, you have a landline. Why are you looking around my house (laughs) as if you're thinking, oh, one would look nice in here? Where could we put one? There, maybe. Just behind Jonathan is a little I'm not having one of those horrible, moulded alcoves cut into my wall. For your landline. (laughs) With my white slimline telephone with last number redial. When I, we talked in the last episode about uh, when I went to go and film for Channel 5 for the documentary, and I think it was when I talked to them, and I only know this from this podcast, and you, I think you found it originally, and they referenced the telephone, and I said, ah, oh, a BT minstrel. What's a BT minstrel? I could see the look in the producer's face, that they thought, what? <laughs> Odd bod. Oh, weirdo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a, be- a BT minstrel, for goodness yes. sake. Um, she's on the phone. And she's on the phone to an art gallery looking for tips on art appreciation because she and Richard have been invited to an exhibition with cheese and wine. And she does like a frame that doesn't gather dust. Yes. I don't care for the modern rubbish, but I do like a frame that doesn't gather dust. Richard, meanwhile, is in the living room. He's got some books, some art books, and seems to be having a browse through them. Hyacinth is very unhappy that one of the books he's got is Art for Beginners. Mm. Art Appreciation for Beginners, because they have a very gifted son. Yes, and and so thus they are already at intermediate level, if that, if not at advanced, even though she is phoning the art curator and the museum curator for tips. What is Sheridan University studying? I can never remember. Uh, He is studying tapestry design and advanced needlework. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very butch. We we had a little interlude scene at Elizabeth's next door. Emmett's on the piano. I screamed when I watched this scene for a reason that you probably won't even detect if we were sitting here until Christmas. The teacup that Elizabeth is drinking from. We love a china pattern on this. I didn't even have to ask my friend Stephen for china references for this one. It's M&S. It's a pattern from the early 90s. It's Marks and Spencer's Harvest. How do I know that? Because that's what Micah's mother has. Oh, my word. I drink from Elizabeth's teacups every time I go and visit Micah's family. Gosh. Yes, and I never knew that. Well, there you go. And suddenly, because I watch these episodes, as you do, forensically for this podcast. Now, Hyacinth and Richard have a little bit of a chat about the art exhibition, and it becomes clear why Hyacinth is so enthusiastic Mm. about going. Because the mayor's going. And that's, as Richard says, it's a 24th different uh, way to appreciate art. Talking of art, do you like art? Would you be happy going around an art gallery? Well, in fact, in the town, not far from where I reside, there is a new, very nice art shop that has just opened. What sort of art? Um, Expensive. Oh. And I found myself having a little wander. I thought, I'll have a little look in there. And you know when you find yourself completely out of your depth? Mm. Well, I felt that way within about 30 (laughs) seconds as I'm looking around and £16,000, £25,000. So the the lady came over to me and she said, oh, good afternoon, welcome to our gallery. She said, what kind of art are you into? I said, well, I have to be honest, this is all a bit cheap for me. (laughs) Thinking I was being funny. And she said... Sir, I have something right up your street. (laughs) She took me over to the corner. She showed me this painting. I said, how much is that? She said, that's £125,000. I said, well, that's more what I was looking for, but I don't like the (laughs) colours. 
<laughs> and how did she react? Well, she was, I think she was desperately trying to sell me a piece of art. I was more interested. I was looking around thinking, where's the security in here? <laughs> I mean, how can you have, this is a shop on the high street. 125000 yeah. on a high street. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. It's crazy. And was it a load of old rubbish on the walls? No, to be fair, it was actually nice art. And it was, a lot of it was quite funky and trendy. And you can imagine if you had a house with beautiful, great big white walls that one of these pieces of incredible art would look beautiful mm. to add a little bit of colour. But then you think to yourself, how much would my house insurance cost? Just to have that. Mm. And, I mean, never mind being alarmed by a team of professionals. You'd need to have 24-hour security team in your house. Yes. Imagine. My parents once, for when they had the conservatory redone, and there was this, this large wall in the conservatory behind one of the sofas, and... They decided to get. They went into a shop, apparently, an art, one of these modern art shops, and they saw this thing, which is just really a load of sort of very faint lines. And they looked at it and went, "Oh, that's so lovely!" And the assistant came over and said, "Oh, you know, what are you looking for?" They went, "Oh, we're, you know, we're looking for something that you know represent. You know, something. Some, we need a connection with it. Hmm. You know, somewhere where we've been on holiday." Like, and I believe I wasn't there, but the conversation went like Bedruth and Steps in Cornwall. We used to go there. And she went, do you know how funny this painting here is of Bedruth and Steps? <laughs> and my poor parents <laughs> went, oh, it's beautiful. It's the most terrific thing I've ever seen in my life. My brother hated it. I hated it. And they, as you do with pieces of art or photos and frames, you sort of prop them. You decide where they're going to go. Mm. And before they get put up, you know, they sort of sit by the wall mm. ready to go up. My brother and I aged 12 and 9, went into the conservatory one day and turned it round the other way to see if they noticed. They did not notice. Did they not? And so up it went on the wall, the wrong way round. Really? Yes. Until we pointed it out to them. And how much was it? Oh, I don't know how... I don't think it, I don't think it was sort of silly, silly money, but that is absolutely not Bedruth and Steps. It is a load of green, ziggy-zaggy lines. I'll try and find a photo of it and show you. Right. It, it could be... If they had walked in and gone... Oh, we loved going to Paris. That would have been Paris. Mm. If they said, oh, we loved, you know, the Maasai Mara, that suddenly would have become the Maasai Mara. Oh, dear. It's pathetic. Well, I wish I did have good knowledge and appreciation of art. But you probably do like Hyacinth, like a frame that doesn't gather dust. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing, but I think you do. Mm, yes. Because you're, you're obsessed right. with cleaning. You're, well, that's very true. <gasps> have I told you about <gasps> my, new, um, my new cleaning obsession? Oh, not what, what now? We've only just got over your high buff polish. Spanish cleaning products. Is this like Spanish bin bags? Well, it's better. I've become obsessed. Did you know that you can buy Spanish cleaning products in the UK? You mean you don't have to go to Spain? And they've all got foreign names. And okay. you don't really know well, what they... that's because they're Spanish. And you don't really know what they do because it's all in Spanish. OK. But they smell nice. Do you want to sniff some of my products? Yes. Let me go and get some for you. OK. We're recording this episode again at Jonathan's home, so he's just gone into the other room. Here we go. Get your nostrils round this. Oh. So, these are floor cleaners. Oof. I don't even know how to pronounce this one. It doesn't matter. A CV. Something like that. So, have a sniff. Smells like a Spanish villa. Floor cleaner mio. Did you notice when you came into my house, was there a smell of Andalusia? Have a little smell. Oh. Oh. 
smells like Frangarola. <laughs> Frigoliana. No, Frangarola is another place. Frangarola. Yeah. Frangarola is very different to Frigoliana. Oh, is it? Okay, you've sniffed that one. Now smell the other one. Smell that floor cleaner. Mm. pH neutro. This is lovely, this one. This is lovely. Smell that. Smell it. What? Oh. It went on my lip. Oh, do you like it? Don't drink it. Yeah, I prefer this one. You like that one? Mm. Yes, it's very nice. Isn't do we it? know what that translates as? No, I have no idea. But it smells of Spain. Lovely, isn't it? Mm. And... I got this fabric softener. Okay. Uh, and this, sorry, this is floor cleaner. Yeah, that's floor cleaner. Fabric softener. Loved it. You know I like to do my towels. Yes, and I talked about your towels. Yeah, and oh, lovely. Always do um, a, a fabric conditioner soak. Always on. I know some people say don't use fabric conditioner. Yeah, we've only oh, got one. There's no planet B. If you want the lovely smell, now imagine towels. You get out of your bath. Marseille. Yes. That's in France. Chabon de Marseille. Smell that. Oh. I don't think I like that. You don't? What? I'm so sorry. It's just the end of the podcast. That's... I mean, it's it's okay. A luxury, soapy smell. Mm. On the second sniff, it's all right. Do you like it? I love it. And does it then go all onto your towel? started doing all my bedding in it and everything, <gasps> and it smells so strong. But, I mean, if you don't like the smell, you won't like it. But for me, this just smells like Spain. <laughs> But maybe maybe because I my knowledge of Spain, I haven't been to Spain as much as you. Well, I think for me, mm. it reminds me of, you know, nice, happy holidays. Oh, that's nice. So yes. I like, you know, the way smells very evocative, aren't they? Yes, they are. I did on, uh, when we went to America on uh, on honeymoon, I did see, I sent you a photo of did it. Did you get my laundry balls? No, I got, I got boner. But I told you to get the laundry balls. I took a photo of the laundry balls. No, you didn't. I did. You did not send me your laundry balls. I did send you my laundry balls. No. Did you come back without getting laundry balls? No, but I found the boner in the supermarket. I don't care about your boner. I told you to go and get the laundry balls. You did not. I did tell you to go and get the laundry balls. Look, by the way, you need to buy these while you are there. Oh. Yes, you, well, I was very busy on honeymoon. Have you not smelt those? So you went all the way to America and you came back without laundry balls. Why? What do they do? Oh, you nincompoop. <laughs> oh, they are, they are balls. Yes, you add them to your lot. You can only get them in America. Oh. To be fair, our suitcase space was very limited. Smell my, smell my balls. <laughs> I mean, they're very strong. Aren't they lovely? Imagine all your bedding and your towels in those. Lovely. All of our American listeners will be very familiar with the brand Gain. Very strong in smell. And what and what do they do compared to stuff we get over here? Well, they just add a huge amount of uh, perfumey smell. Absolutely right. lovely. Okay. Well, next time when I go back. Well, thanks a lot. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to bring me some. We well, didn't ask. I said, while you're there, make sure you get some of these. They're absolutely beautiful. I didn't think... Yeah, but I thought you meant for me. Well, I thought you were bound to pick me up a, a tub as well while you were there. I feel bad because Jonathan, after the end of the last episode, gave me some of his bin bags. Exactly. And what did you bring back for me? Absolutely nothing. I'm sorry. Anyway, where were we? Back to art. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We are a broad church. No, but 
nobody could call us beginners. I have a deep natural appreciation of all things artistic. Why do people look so stunned at my candlelight suppers? Mm. Uh, the exhibition is being opened by the mayor. Uh, we go off to Onslow and Daisy's bedroom. Rose arrives. Note from Daddy. He's off to join the Foreign Legion. Yes. What exactly is the Foreign Legion? Foreign Legion? Well, isn't it just like a fighting force? That anybody can join, it. Yeah, the French yeah. Foreign Legion yeah. fighting force from France. Right. Can mm. I join the Foreign Legion? No. Why? Why can Daddy potentially join us and not me? Well, I don't know. Apparently I can. The producer's... Would well, you want to join the Foreign Legion? No. I wouldn't. No. I don't think you'd be much good. I don't like being told what to do. You'd tie a little dainty ribbon on the end of your bayonet. <laughs> yes. I, there, there are elements of military life that I think would really suit both of us. Oh, yes. The neatness, the cleanliness, the bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> but not the being told what to do. Oh, no. No. No, I wouldn't cope well with that. No. And if one of those sergeant majors shouted in my face, I'd karate chop him in the neck. Exactly. Yes. Um, anyway, so they, that's, we're setting up the, the daddy plot there. Um, back, back to Hyacinth and Richards, there is a bit of a dress rehearsal uh, with the hats. And there is, the first hat is very, very, very Queen Mother. Much more so than the second hat. Yes, it is. Yes. And they're both hats that we have seen before. Are they indeed? Well, you would notice these things. I would. Um, Hyacinth catches Richard looking at nude art, which is a, a, a nice mm. little moment. Where she's and a bit horrified. It's a nice insight into their marriage that when Hyacinth whips the book away and puts it on the side and leaves the room, mm. Richard, of course, goes to get the book back. And Hyacinth knows that Richard's going to go and get the book back, so comes back into the room and takes it completely out of the room. Liz and Emmett, we've gone straight to their house after this. They're discussing the art exhibition, so obviously they're going as well. Everybody in Hyacinth and Richard's mythical town, they all seem to be going to this art exhibition. Clearly nothing happens. Hyacinth calls to invite her to coffee at 11. And, and she can't really understand why Liz always spills things and asks whether she's seen a doctor. Mm. Uh, maybe it's it's a medical problem oh yes and she says um, it would save me having to mop up all the time by the way talking about my cleaning products have yes. you seen my new mop I've got <laughs> that was seamless <laughs> people just listen to this for cleaning advice no but have you seen my new mop no I haven't get it out look for at us. my new mop I've, I've got okay. it ready for you because because you're that sad. I've got a luxury pedal-powered spinning mop. It's like a salad spinner. Yes. So you put your luxury sp Spanish floor cleaner in there. Yes. You dump your mop. Mm. And then to dry it off, you put it in this. <laughs> oh, God. Don't break it. And you spin around. Look at it. So it's got a foot pedal. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it, um, it dries it. Right, and then you mop. Yes. Yes. Because all the water comes off the end. So you spin, spin around like this, and then it goes dry, and then you mop the floor. And it brings it up nicely? Well, look at my floor. Well, your floor always looks nice. Thank you. And it's not in the least bit camp. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. How do we get on to mopping? 
Because Hyacinth has said it would be easier than me having to mop up all the time after your spillage. Do you think Hyacinth would have your mop? No, I don't. No. No. What sort of mop would Hyacinth have? She would have one of those um, sponge ones that you fold the handle down and they yes. squeeze in half. Yes, absolutely. But yeah. you don't see those enough now. No, my no. mum used to like those. No. I don't know why. Because you can't wash the sponge. No. So the sponge goes all kind of Can you dry detach that head? And hard. How do you detach that? Oh, my word, yes. Look. So you take the head, snaps off, oh. goes in the washing machine. That's no. microfiber. Oh, you love a microfiber. I love a microfiber. Is it Vialda? Vileda. Vileda. Yeah. Yeah, thought so. Maybe they could sponsor this podcast. Yes. Well, they, they don't need to. We just mention them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll mention them more if they do. Where were we? There is a lovely, as Hyacinth goes off to uh, phone, to answer the phone, there's a nice passive-aggressive moment with the kitchen roll. She leaves the room, knows that Elizabeth might spill, goes to the, goes to the kitchen roll dispenser, rips off three sheets, folds it, yes. and then puts it in front of Liz. Yeah, lovely. It's beautiful. It's my sister, Daisy. She gets by without a swimming pool and a sauna, and she's never liked phonies. <laughs> Daisy, how are you, dear? It's Daisy on the phone, and Daisy's called to tell Hyacinth all about Daddy going missing, going to join the, the Foreign Legion. And Hyacinth, of course, realises, as per usual, disaster struck, she's going to have to get rid of Elizabeth, so she throws her out. Yes, throws her out whilst Liz is holding the beaker. Yes, so Liz rings on the doorbell, she comes back, sees the mug, she says, Oh, thank you, dear, it matches my set. <laughs> Lovely. There's a bit of crying with, with Rose in, in the lounge because she is feeling that actually Daddy leaving to go to the Foreign Legion, which is potentially over this Mrs Clayton, who we've never met before, is romantic. The old softy and Rose finds it very romantic. Hyacinth and Richard are in the car, heading for France. And there's there's a rather nice roundabout scene where the, the Rover 216 is going round and round and round the, the roundabout as they head off towards France. Head for France! <laughs> well, actually, she says France, doesn't she? France. Have we talked about Hyacinth's accent? It's all over the shop. Isn't it? Yeah. Because she has northern vowel sounds for mm. certain words. But maybe is that... You know, I'd love to... This is one of the big, big questions I'd love to ask Patricia about, which is, how, did she think about the accent or did it what what because there's posh accolade in the last episode for mm. example mm. and there's there's over posh but then there is there's correct rp with things like suit but then there's yes there's um pass yes hit for france so is she trying to show off hyacinth's northern roots if indeed she had them. I don't know it's strange isn't it I've tried to listen to her accent and trying to work out exactly what's going on because she doesn't sound north northern does she no but no. then certain words it's clear that she is certainly from that part of the world and I don't know I've never and I will now have to rewatch again whether we hear Daisy or Rose ever say things like France you do do we and Richard does as well oh Richard would say France Oh, and like, Bath. It's like watching Coronation mm. Street. It's interesting, isn't it? Oh, oh! Is that the phone? It's probably my sister Violet with the swimming pool sauna and room for a pony. Back in a mo.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. we're back Bucketheads we're talking about the sixth penultimate episode of series three Onslow, Rose and Daisy are outside the house Mr Finchley has come over to take Rose to go and look for Daddy new man alert Mr Finchley absolutely do a little recap of men at the end of the series and he's turned up in I think uh, now I'm going to have to go back and watch I think it's a Ford van I think it's either Ford or Bedford okay and this van has speakers attached to the roof of it. All I know is it was blue. It was a blue van, absolutely. But it's very important that we got to see the speakers. Yes. It looks like the kind of van that back in the day, at general elections, they would drive yes. around the road and tell people who to vote for. Did I... I don't know whether I should say this, but I will. I mean, it won't come as a shock to people. But this was back at the time, and my beliefs have slightly changed ever so slightly. But aged eight, my friend Ashley and I... Ashley, also big Buckethead and Keeping Appearances fan. Uh, he and I would stand outside our house at school. And this will come as a shock to some people. I went to a private school. <laughs> and Ashley and I used to stand outside in the morning when all the parents were dropping off their children. We would go, hello, good morning, welcome to Willison's Vote Conservative. You didn't. Just every day. Did you? Yeah. Especially at a time of a day. Harry Enfield made a whole comedy program about you. Would have been 97, I think. Yeah. You were were Tory boy, weren't you? Mm. Mm. Yes. Also, Ashley once stood up in chapel. This is aged maybe 16. And it was the time of the local elections. And uh, Ashley was in charge of doing the prayer that day. 
So, you know, he did the prayer, dear Lord, may we be thankful for blah, 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 and may we all vote conservative. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) He got into a lot of trouble that day. Oh, dear. Obviously, people, you're welcome to vote for whoever you so wish. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nicely handled. Thank you. Uh, Richard and Hyacinth, they're lost and they're bickering Mm. while they're heading for France. And while they're on their way to France, they see Mrs. Lennox and Hyacinth wants to stop and have a quick chat with Mrs. Lennox. Mrs. Lennox and her friend, who are both wearing a lot of tweed. Yes, so it's the, it's the upmarket marker for, for, this, for this series. And Mrs. Lennox's husband is something very big in the building industry. And there's a lovely, lovely line which just says, a crane. Yeah. Just makes me laugh. Good joke. Now what? There's Mrs. Lennox. Oh, of course she lives in one of these large houses. I must have a word with her. Her husband's something very big in the building industry. Crane? There's that nice moment where he chokes. He's choking in the car, listening to the nonsense that come, that's coming out of Hyacinth's mouth. Yes, you'd think he'd be used to it by now. And, and Hyacinth says, Oh, my husband seems to be choking. And she goes to the car, and then she's furious. She says, Richard, I will not have you turning that colour in front of Mrs Lennox. <laughs> Super. Um, we then uh, arrive at the petrol station, uh, and and they meet Liz and Emmett. The petrol station. I know you love a location fact. Yeah, I do. Even at the time, and this is what shocks me. But I mean, we don't see the brand of petrol station supermarket. It was Asda. What it is now on Asda. It there was, was no Asda then. And it was what Asda. We didn't have Asda back in the nineties, did we? Yes. Are you sure? When did Asda open? Can we have a look? When did it? Yes, it was Asda in in Chesterton Drive in Leamington. For those that want to go, I don't remember. We didn't have an Asda in Hertfordshire. Well, obviously, we had a fine fair and a gateway. I'm reliably informed. It was an Asda. It was an Asda. We've had that whole moment as well uh, before the petrol station scene Mm. where Rose and Mr Finchley, I think they'd gone to a pub, hadn't they? And then they get back in the van. And have a quick cuddle. Yes. And that's where accidentally the speakers get switched on. Which becomes quite crucial Mm. because obviously as they're then at the petrol station having this little chat, you suddenly hear the van go past and you can hear Rose's voice coming out of the speakers in the van. Giggling. Oh, Mr Finchley. Oh, hands oh, on the Mr. wheel. Finchley. Not oh. very safe, obviously, from a driving point of no, view. No, quite. But Hyacinth decides uh, that she and Richard are going to have to, never mind going to find Daddy, they've mm. got to go and find Rose because she, does she realise she's turned the speakers on? Yes, and that's probably more embarrassing than your father going to join the Foreign Legion. Yes. There's a little incidental scene at Onslow and Daisies, and uh, there's a little word that's mentioned, lascivious. Lascivious. Yes, and Onslow used to use words like lascivious, but doesn't anymore. Do you know what lascivious means? I don't means? know what lascivious means. Uh, it Lascivious behaviour is sexual behaviour or conduct that is considered crude or offensive, contrary to the local, moral or other standards of appropriate behaviour. Right. Weave that in and out of your sentences, bucketheads. I didn't know what lascivious meant. Uh, there's a nice little scene where Daddy is well, seen... Get- is it a nice little scene? Or is it a problematic scene? Well, both of both. For me, it's nice because it reminds me of many years ago when I worked in Northampton. Because he's seen getting on a bus at Greyfriars bus station that is now no more. 
Oh. If you notice a very ugly bus yes. station in the background when he gets on the bus, um, and that was so ugly, and that was kind of in Northampton, and I believe they blew it up <laughs> with dynamite. Oh, right, okay. They actually dynamited it. That's why, probably the best thing. Why it. did you think it was not a nice scene? Well, because he basically gropes the women. Oh, yes, but Daddy always does that, doesn't yes. he? Yes. Well, Dirty other... Daddy. But, Bucketheads, when you rewatch that scene, watch it for the bus station. <laughs> that's, now, that's now been blown up. Richard and Hyacinth are trying to track down the van. They find them. She's got very good hearing. She yes. can hear it before we hear it. And then things start getting a bit steamy in the van. So Hyacinth feels the need to censor the conversation by honking the horn of the rover. Especially as Richard is very much enjoying the description. (laughs) This little pornographic moment. Um, Hyacinth, they get back to Wayne Elm. They've given up looking for Daddy. Yeah. Uh, That's the thing. It's it's a terrible thing to lose one's Daddy just before a cheese and wine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They've got to get to the art exhibition. Uh, There's a nice little cup of tea scene discussing... Mrs. Clayton, who probably led Daddy astray. Because she's a rather common person. She's she's a common sort, yeah. Probably called Fifi. Yeah, that's true. She's probably adulterated Daddy's Horlicks, (laughs) Hyacinth says. Is Horlicks like, it's like um, Ovaltine or something like that? Yes, it's like a kind of malt milk drink. Are you a Horlicks fan? No. No. No, no, it's not. It's not nice. Um, the, the the cake looks all right, actually. Nice fruit cake. Yeah, she goes and cuts the. You see, those are those moments where you think, oh, it's quite nice. It would be quite nice married to Hyacinth because you know things like a cup of tea and a piece of cake would be done very properly, wouldn't they? Yes, they'd be nice. I think I should start making a cake. The trouble is, my husband now wouldn't eat it, and I would just eat the whole bloody cake. Oh yes, you'd end up massive. Yeah, half a cake today, the rest of the other half tomorrow. Yeah, no, yeah. don't make a no, cake. I won't go down that route. <laughs> do. Who's women? The sort of women who get mixed up with the boys from the Foreign Legion. <laughs> it happened to Gary Cooper. I saw it on the pictures. Some girl who worked in a bar, they're usually called Fifi. Daddy is outside Mrs Clayton's house with a sign, a placard, mm. that says, if you love me, let me know. And that's, that provides quite a nice little moment of slapstick comedy, doesn't it, that sign? Yes, yes, it does. And Hyacinth, of course, takes the placard and lots of cars go by honking. The cars honk. And then there's the tramp who's walking down the street who wolf whistles at her. Yes, Hyacinth can't really work out why, why they're making such things. When they arrive at Onslow's, and obviously we have the dog and bush routine, there is a... Twice. Qu- twice, an entry and an exit In one. and out. We, we have a nice moment where Daddy helps Hyacinth out of the bush. Which I thought was quite nice. You sort of see a father helping the daughter in a conventional, expected way. Yes, quite. And there's also that lovely letterbox scene. <laughs> I love it. I've had to rewind that and watch it several times. It makes me laugh out loud. As she goes to tap the letterbox and it doesn't work. So she gives it a better tap and the whole thing comes off in her hand. And then I like the way she posts it back through the <laughs> hole. That's very practical. <laughs> very practical. I wonder if that was meant to happen or she sort of just did it and went with it. Really? Do you well, think it I might have know. just happened? You... No, it's too funny to have yeah. just happened. No, no, I think it was planned. Okay, surely it was planned. Who knows? They then turn up at the art exhibition, and we... that's hilarious for her outfit. It's a, it's one of the best underrated outfits as well of the entire five series. What is that big poofy hat? <laughs> it's like a beret plus. Yeah. It's um, a big poofy hat. It is. The building was, at the time, the Driving Standards Agency in Leamington Spa. <laughs> was it? Yes, if you want to know. 
the end of this scene, as far as I'm concerned, is a bit weak because we have that little bit where mm. she's chatting to the vicar. Who's there for, like, what, I mean, from a production point of view, why get him in for a scene? Yeah, quite. And then while they've been chatting to the vicar, Daddy's done a runner. Yes. And so Hyacinth says to Richard, he's got to go and look for Daddy. And we've got to pretend it's your father, Richard. Yes. And then they go in and uh, she says, oh, don't let Daddy look at nudes. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's one of those kind of slightly disappointing ends. But actually, it's quite a funny episode, isn't it? It it is a a nice episode and it's great for the payoff of Hyacinth in her art exhibition hat. Before we go, how do we rate this episode? I would say it's a it's a hearty seven out of ten. Yes, mm. I think that, that's that's fair. Let's just check how much we were watching. Here we go. Go on. According to Onslow, where do you go to join the Legion? I know I'm going to get a point this episode. Oh, something Street mm-hmm. down down. Um, is it Cooper Street? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is. Cooper Street. Yeah. Hey! hey! Point for both We of both us. know it. Well done. Isn't that marvellous? Yes. Peculiar, the things that go in. <laughs> now, if you want to keep up with the bouquets, you can listen back to William and me chatting through every episode of Series 1 and 2. We'll be back next week with the seventh episode, and oh my word, it's a good one, of the third series. What do we have to look forward to, William? Arguably one of the better episodes of the regular series of Keeping Up Appearances, What to Wear When Yachting. I'm going to say two words to our bucket heads. Contessa too. Look at your jersey! Remember, we're always in need of your help to let other people into the world of Hyacinth Bouquet and our luxury podcast, so if you wouldn't mind terribly inviting them over for a cup of aromatic nut-roasted special, sitting them anywhere that doesn't face the window, and instructing them to listen, well, we'd be frightfully grateful. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.